Welcome back to Angel on Top, a podcast where we watch and discuss every episode of Angel, one by one, spoiler-free, and in tandem with no one. Everything has changed. We're all alone. And this is our last episode. I'm your co-host, Latoya Ferguson, aka the dead female lead. Wait, what's this about an audible series? Of the buffering verse. AKA one half of the gun squad. Surely this ending isn't tragic for him. AKA the Gilbert to Morgan Sullivan. AKA Daddy One Last Time. AKA Captain Forehead. AKA I suppose there are no more annoying new nicknames to come. Huh. And I'm your co-host, Morgan Ludich, a.k.a. the other dead girl one. I guess they didn't have that audible money for Amy <laughs> of the buffering verse, a.k.a. the other half of the gun squad. At least he's himself again, a.k.a. the Sullivan to Latoya's Gilbert, a.k.a. daddy. And you know I'm happy about it. You know I'm thrilled about yeah. it. A.k. William Bloody. A.k.a. even wait. No more annoying new nicknames to come. And this week, we're watching Angel Season 5, Episode 22, Not Fade Away. Not Fade Away was written by Jeffrey Bell and Joss Whedon and directed by Jeffrey Bell. Wow. Daddy is home. I'm talking about Jeffrey Bell. Mm-hmm. It aired on the WB on May 19th, May 19th, 2004. And this is the one where Team Angel sets out to kill the Circle of the Black Thorn, even if it means invoking the wrath of the senior partners. Previously on Angel. This is not a drill. There's a previously on Angel. So you know it's good. Lindsay says, to be in the Black Thorn is to be the partner's instrument. And Angel would have to kill one of his lieutenants to make it on on their radar. He meant, like, Fred, but they're going to show us Drogon, our favorite character. Mm -hmm. But just to be clear, the lieutenant was Fred, not Drogon. Drogon Mm -hmm. was bonus. Just just to be clear, Angel's welcome to the fold of Blackthorn. The gang yells, intervention, intervention, intervention at Angel. <laughs> then he tells him it's a ruse. Uh, we're giving shots to remind everyone who the Blackthorn members are. Hamilton is so fucking pleased. Yes, all the previous leads are just from the last episode, even though it's like a series finale, like you would think. No, mm-hmm. okay. And we're kind of continuing from the end of last episode, but there is a cut. It is not directly into it, so it's not my usual fuck yeah, you know, mm. when you continue from it previously, but we're, we're close enough. Yeah. They, they, they didn't have the coverage, it's, it's clear. It's fair. Um, so we pick up after the vote in Angel's office. We are all in. The plan is to continue looking like we're all fighting each other. Oh, I'm sorry. Then- I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Morgan, how did you feel? about this episode of television what do you think you're doing oh, what are you me? doing just oh, getting into an it <laughs> <laughs> you don't right, want to do this I podcast right opinion. I, i'm forgetting how to do any podcast um but i guess i can answer some general questions up top what would you like to know <laughs> how does it feel when you're watching the angel series finale it feels good um i 
really liked this episode of television. I resent that there's like two full Eve scenes, like <laughs> two and a half, arguably. Uh, but besides that, I'm I'm fucking happy as a clam. I think this is a really good episode. Uh, it's bleak, but also hopeful. Um, and it's a bunch of the things that I felt like this show has been the whole time, uh, except for this last season. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, I really fucking loved it. I remember liking it when I was a youth. Um, I, re- I remember being like a little thrown off by how, you know, in the swing of things, things end. Like, you know, I was 15. I felt a little bit unsatisfied and then thought better of it as it sat with me. And now as a as a grown grown ass lady, um, I really, really, really fucking loved it. Uh, I thought it was great. Um, I, I, too, Googled about uh, reception at the time and was surprised to find that it was pretty negative, which is wild to me. Um, but I've always been excited to talk about this episode with you, so I'm glad we're here. Yeah, the state of uh, television criticism is pretty bad right now, but it seems like it was awful then, too, uh, <laughs> based on those immediate reactions from critics. Uh, let's see, one of which was uh, Zap to It, which I did formally write for uh, later after this would have happened, that put it on their list of worst series finales because, quote, we never saw the end of the fight. <laughs> and then apparently e-, e News quoted another fan as saying, well, that was the best first half of a season finale ever. What happened to part two? <laughs> uh, and as I was telling Morgan before we were recording, this is uh, the the charm season three finale all over again. Classic. Where that season ends with all the sisters are possibly dying, but most importantly, either the sister versus Alyssa Milano, played by Alyssa Milano, or the sister played by Shannon Doherty, is not coming back to the show because mm-hmm. of the debacle. <laughs> Yeah, because of some behind-the-scenes issues. And then we 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 found plenty of people online who were certain that they mm-hmm. saw the second part of that finale mm-hmm. that <laughs> wrapped everything up in a neat little bow, which is what these people are asking for, apparently, with the, the Angel series finale. And to them, I say, yes. I'm sure you liked the rest of the season, but this series finale is what the show was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, it uh, I just have to slam season five hard. one more time. <laughs> just, just one last. Hey, I'm sure we're going to be getting in. Don't say one last, because I'm sure we're going to be getting in a bunch more digs uh, before we're out of here. But not really about this episode specifically, because I think it fucks. <laughs> yeah. It um, does. Um, yeah. And so, I guess, a fun fact? Uh, yeah. So, Christian Kane could not be on set for the final episode, all of the Lindsay scenes were written and shot about a month in advance. He he didn't film with like the rest of the cast oh, like for wow. when they were filming this episode. He filmed earlier. Oh, that's really interesting. So I guess they kind of had to have this stuff, mm-hmm. at least his pieces of it, figured out in advance, which is weird because it is kind of like it feels like the narrative is almost like discarded Lindsay entirely. And then we're like, no, wait, we got to grab him. He's got to be here at the end. Like I was uh, I I like Lindsay's final beats a lot. I just again, you know, I long for a season where this was built up to more. I think uh, Christian was on the assumption that he would have had the show continued, had it like continue to have a big or bigger role because it seems like because he was unhappy with the way his character ended. But like he was also talking about how the series ending came as a shock in the first place and they like they got all gotten very comfortable so it seems like he probably would have been sticking around had the show 
been renewed. Oh, I would have liked to have seen a, a season six with Lindsay. That I mean, would yeah, be very his, cool to me. Well, and we'll talk about it. His scene with Angel is great. Yeah, fucking rules. <laughs> like many scenes in this episode. <laughs> All right. I can't believe I'm saying that. <laughs> I can't believe they didn't find time to properly mourn Drogon, though. <sighs> well, I mean, I assume the week after the last episode aired, the country descended into a state of mourning. And people were, like, wandering the streets, weeping, being like, Drogon, how could they? He was the best of us, etc. <laughs> <laughs> Silly. <laughs> uh, but his any lieutenant. Other, yeah, his lieutenant. But any other big thoughts on this one before we jump in? Um, I always say that because you know, I will say that I'll tie Buffy and Angel as favorite show, but really, like Angel's my favorite show because I think it sticks the landing. It kind of, for the most part, maintains what its mission statement is and voice over mm-hmm. the, the seasons, even though like, even when it can be different from season to season. And I, I still agree, like, I think it's Sixth Landing. I don't quite love the Buffy series finale or final season that much. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a different beast than what the Angel's final season is for me, but yeah, I still I love this ending. And I just, yeah. it just highlights again how much of my, my issues with the season are untapped potential and missed opportunities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's not necessarily that this is like a bad idea as a premise. It's that it doesn't seem like it's executed very thoughtfully. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not like I don't know. I feel like in I don't know if I've said it, but it in general, the scope of the season should be so big, and especially yeah. after just even the, just the Jasmine arc like of season four. And the mm-hmm. fact that because of the base that it ends up, which is huge, it ends up mm-hmm. feeling smaller, that's mm-hmm. a, a big problem. Yeah, I, I fully agree. Yeah, this but we also, is hard. We, we pointed out the lack of money that the season clearly had. Yeah, and I mean, and that also clearly leads to cancellation. Like, I mean, obviously we weren't there, but you can read between the lines, like, show is costing too much money, should be costing more money, and is failing because of that. It just kind of leads to where we're at. Uh, But it sucks. I know they found out, like, really unexpectedly, which Mm -hmm. is shitty. And they didn't have much time to make sure to tie everything up. So Mm -hmm. I think all of that being said, like, this is a pretty impressive episode. Because, yeah, they got... how well it does everything. It's so ridiculous in general, because they got canceled as, like, basically a power play, and then the guy who did it didn't end up around during the merger for CW anyway. So <laughs> mm-hmm. what a power play, dude. Great job. <laughs> uh, but uh, shall we? Let's do it. Now we can get into it. Hell yes. Okay, so we pick up after the vote. Uh, everyone's all in. The plan. Yeah, Lord's it- hand is barely up. Barely. <laughs> yeah, someone pointed out that he kind of like raises a fingy uh, as the episode is ending. Uh, so I was a little bit wrong and about him. It remains at that level. <laughs> And that's yes, it's, how he feels for the rest of the episode. It is not a confident vote. <laughs> um, but the plan is that they need to keep looking like they're all fighting each other. And then they'll separately attack all of the members of the Circle of the Blackthorn and take them out. Because, um, yes, yeah, separated, yeah. they're just demons. Yeah. We can kill demons. Together. They're good at that. Yeah. 
they, they've actually made a pretty good living at it for the past couple of years. Um, so Gunn kind of brings up, wouldn't it be nice to have Illyria on our side for this? Like, because of her uh, immense strength. Angel doesn't trust her, but Lauren is like, nah, she's housebroken. Well, after all, she was looking after Drogon before, you know, everything happened. And yeah, it's been a whole thing of Angel not trusting Illyria, but he has a... I guess he has a reason to, because, like, she is so obsessed with power, and, like, with this situation, this is, like, kind of real power. Mm-hmm. Not just being a lawyer. Yeah, they are, like, creating a huge power vacuum that she could conceivably step into, and we don't really have a lot of time this episode to get into, like, can we trust Illyria or not? Like, you have to just, like, we're off to the races. We gotta trust Illyria. Mm-hmm. Um, Angel, upon hearing that she was with Drogon, is like, fuck, you guys gotta go get to where Drogon was being kept now. Cause I killed him um, <laughs> as a plan. <laughs> Spike is so mad about Drogon, his favorite dude ever, that he fucking swings on Angel and they start their fake fight I mean- again. Yeah, uh, well, S- Spike didn't know it was a fake fight because Angel mm-hmm. punches him in the face. But also, Spike and Drogon bonded when, you know, Spike was asking him questions about, like, favorite colors and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. the deep shit that dudes kind of, you know, form life-lasting bonds yeah. over. <laughs> but luckily, Angel is aware that Hamilton is incoming. Mm-hmm. And uh, he acts like a d- dismissive asshole to all of them and banishes them from his office and, and is like, Wes, you handle Illyria and just yeah. slams the door in their face. It's code. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, I write in the scene, I capitalized hate Baldwin's <laughs> big and tall suit. See, I put big and tall. Connor later says dress for less. It's all the same mm-hmm. basic situation. Yeah. I'm just like, as, especially later, I'm like, his his fight style is not fighting. It's just lumbering and throwing as he's wearing David Byrne suits. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes, it, it is very much that. It's it not working for me visually and stuff, but, you know, it, it is what we've got. It's uh, like they get- asked him, uh, hey, Adam, when can you do fight choreography? And he just said no. Yeah. <laughs> There's no time. <laughs> Um, so we get this last beat with uh, Marcus and Angel. Marcus says he has a problem. The Blackthorn is concerned and want to see Angel right now. We uh, cut to titles for one last time. Fuck yeah, still absolutely slays. Uh, and we pick back up at Spike's apartment. Uh, the boys walk in. They find Illyria beat to hell. She comes to in Wes's arms and says that Hamilton did this. And yeah. Drogon. And I'm just thinking about it. Like, mm-hmm. remember how Hamilton took Eve's, like, spot and she was apparently immortal? Like, why did we get what we got with Eve and not anything like Hamilton's power with her? Did they just think it was going to come across as, like, too try-hard Slayer? Because she already comes across as try-hard. Yeah, <laughs> it, it comes across pretty sweaty already. I, I really don't know. And I also, I was thinking, um, I was thinking about uh, how much... I don't enjoy Hamilton, and I had this uh, thing written later in my notes about it. Um, I have some kind of like alternate pitches because I don't think this really works. I think his best moment as a character happens in his final fight with Angel, where he's like, people who, who don't care about stuff will never understand the people who do. And he just punches him, and he goes, yeah, but we won't care. And like that kind of like 
nihilistic, shitty, not my problem kind of a vibe mm-hmm. um, is exactly, I think, the root at what they were trying to get to. And I was thinking, like, I think a young guy would have been better. I, I think, like... Vincent um, Carthizer. Yes. No, I was writing my notes <laughs> a, uh, a Billy Magnuson type. But even, honestly, just a Billy type. Like, I'm thinking about Billy Magnuson in um, Ingrid mm-hmm. Goes West. Like, an absolute mm-hmm. psycho ensconced in wealth and privilege. Like, very Billy-esque. I think it would have made Eve seem like a choice rather than like a failure they discarded as fast as possible once they realized it wasn't working like it it, it, i think it also works because like it is the early aughts irony poisoning is coming it's a huge cultural movement and angel is this sincere old-fashioned kind of guy having his enemies be like heralding this new generation of evil could have been fun uh but instead we get baldwin which i just don't think there's just not much of a take happening there Mm -hmm. Um, but anyways, uh, Lorne is like, you guys, this is just further proof we cannot trust Angel. And I'm like, deeply reasonable take. Lorne is saying everything I've been saying about Angel all season this episode. <laughs> it's vindicating as hell. <laughs> um, so Gunn is like, we don't have to trust Angel. We just have to hope the Black Circle does. And I'm like, I still think you do need to trust him if this is going to work. But it's also because you're like so excited that Lorne doesn't trust Angel. I'm like, wow, this is angel's biggest cheerleader and like this man stuck through angel through his like beige angel angle phase mm-hmm. like he he loves this guy and yeah he's had and enough that's kind of why i love it i mm-hmm. i love that he's uh completely burned that bridge and fucked himself over mm-hmm. in this way like i love the concessions he has to the make one, in this final kind of end game the one left who would never betray angel basically and he doesn't even have faith in angel yeah, because, like, and Angel has not proved himself this year mm-hmm. as someone that you should have faith in. Like, he he kind of earns it back by the end of this moment. And I, I like that that viewpoint is finally presented here. Because, you mm-hmm. know, usually when someone's adversarial towards Angel, it's like Lindsay or, like, a murderer. And you're like, well, <laughs> obviously I'm versus them. But it's nice hearing Lauren be like, what the fuck is with this guy anymore? He's not who I signed up for. Because I'm like, yeah, me too. <laughs> um <laughs> I feel I feel good about that. And I also think it it's acknowledging that point of view, which helps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, also, the most important part of the scene is special guest stars, Vincent Carthizer and Christian Kane. <laughs> Woo! Woo! <laughs> um I did bring um friend of the show, Michael Chasen, uh, to watch with me this last time, and I did scream when their names appeared and um, you know, was <laughs> like, please show them the proper respect. Was he like, wait, you're excited to see Vincent Carthizer <laughs> as Connor? And you're like, a lot's changed. Uh no, he already knows I'm a huge con head. Um <laughs> he has been kept up to date um about some of the comings and goings of uh, these various characters, including my newfound love for Connor Angel, the best <laughs> character on the show. <laughs> she is twirling her hair as she says this. Everyone else is dead. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love Connor. So Connor becomes a favorite. Everyone has mm-hmm. to die. Yeah, look. It's like I mean, des- designated survivor point. rules. Truly. <laughs> um, we then have a scene that takes place at the Black Circle headquarters. 
everyone's around this big black conference thorn, table. The circle sim- of the black thorn. Shit, the, the <laughs> circle of the black thorn. Fuck, god damn it. I'm so sorry. It's very hard for me and I apologize. It is a black circle, but it's a black thorn circle. It's a thorn circle. Of course. Um, so they're there. Uh, they're at the big conference <laughs> table. They all do a little chant. <laughs> um, Archduke Sebastus is like, Angel, the circle does not abide secrets. You need to remember your place. And they're mad that his staff rebelled against him publicly. What do they fucking See, think was going to happen? <laughs> I My first note for this scene is, mm-mm, love me some blue drink. <laughs> <laughs> I love that he is credited as PP Demon. Good. Uh, An important he is, piece of continuity. He is literally the most important character of this entire season because he is the only character in the season that like tracks from <laughs> beat to beat. <laughs> it's it's so great, and I'm glad that we honor him one last time before the season ends. I'm I'm sad he had to go, but I don't think he wanted to be alive. So it's yes. okay. <laughs> He sacrificed for the the good of the, the world. <laughs> Absolutely, he's finally gained peace. Um, so the the but we see him. He gets tangled up in Sivus Vale's like weird various tubes of supernatural gunk that keep him alive. Um, I laughed hysterically. Um, Angel shoves him roughly, and later we see that he was wearing one of those sick ass poison rings with a little spike on it. Oh, I yeah, I screamed when I saw I'm that like, poison ring. Good when did Angel shit. get that? How did how did he get that without anyone knowing? I I want to know everything about how he got it and how he found it. Like that's that's the good shit to me. But that's what the comic that should be. Just explaining that. <laughs> Please. Um, so the Archduke is like, look, we don't like need you to kill your team because, you know, we would like to have Wes, please. I love that Sybis Vale calls Wes intriguingly unstable. Yeah. Yeah, I'm doing air quotes. Um, Ooh, yeah. yeah. Get in line, babe. <laughs> I literally put in my notes. That's the podcast. That's yep. what the podcast is all about. That's if, if you guys... Gain nothing from this podcast as we end. Please, mm-hmm. at least have that. This is a podcast about Wesley Wyndham Price being intriguingly unstable. It's the fucking truth. Um, I I just love it. And so they're like, but the problem, Angel, is you. They give him the Shanshu prophecy. Uh, if, if For anyone who maybe forgot what the Shanshu prophecy entails, I'm here to tell you that it is there was, about... Uh, I was going to say, it wasn't in the previously, because the previously was only the last episode. Mm-hmm. So I don't even know if you should count as the previously. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um, a vampire with a soul will play a pivotal role in the apocalypse and become human after doing so. So they're like, you know, what the fuck? Are you using us to become a real boy? And well, Angel's like, no. Which is not his plan, but like they, they do think that's his plan. They think yeah, there's a plan, just the wrong plan. Nice to see them be smart in some kind of way. Like, there's not a lot of time for the um, the circle of the black thorn. It's <laughs> um, <laughs> not a lot of time for that. See, I said it. I just had to be very deliberate about it. Um, there's not a lot of time for them to be that scary of an enemy, you know, because kind of pretty much everybody gets their guy without 
much of a hitch. Like, they all get beat up, but Wes is the only one who dies. Um, and things go pretty smoothly. So it's, it is nice to see them be, like, smart here and formidable in a way. And I fucking love that Angel's like, yeah, I don't want that. Signs it away. No fucking problem. That's my champion. I, that is my champion. I remember finding that so fucking shocking when I was 15. I was like, oh, it's just such a cool fucking thing to do seven minutes into your series finale to just shut the door completely on a happy ending for Angel with zero preamble. It sets the precedent so early on that anything can happen here and also that you should not expect a happy ending, which I think is just cool as hell. <laughs> But people wanted the happy ending. They wanted to see what happened at the end of the battle. Babies. Come on, babies. Come on, be adults. This shit rules. This shit fucking owns. <laughs> I'm here to tell you that season five is good. Here. <laughs> here, in this spot, right here. Here, in this moment. Um, we then go to Angel's office. Angel is brooding, looking out the windows at sunny LA. No yeah, doubt, I, considering I don't what care he's about being up. a human at all. Totally. Hard cut to like <laughs> looking out at the. Uh, I it was. I just. I wrote in my notes. Damn, this is the kind of heady shit I want to be considering when I'm watching my angel. Um, I'm so fucking happy. Jeffrey Bell knew. Yes. Um, angel asks Harmony if she misses being human. Mercedes McNabb fucking rules in this uh, episode. Yeah, this is a good scene. It's, it's a little it's a little thankless in some ways. In some ways, I'm like, eh, did season five give that much to Harmony? But, like, there's enough. There's, there's also enough. only so much depth you can give to Harmony is a thing. Oh, yeah, valid. I'm not, I'm not necessarily looking for more depth, but more, like, fun and craziness and goofery. But um, I do love this moment, which does give her a little bit of depth where uh, he's like, do you miss being human? And she's like, I don't know. I guess I always knew my life would end after high school. Bleak. Um, <laughs> Angel's like, There's also more self-awareness than Harmony's ever shown. Mm -hmm. um, Angel admits he does not remember what it was like to be human. And I write in my notes, um, you did it four years ago? Shut up. <laughs> For one day. He was he had a fucking heartbeat and all that shit. Get, um, get that shit out of here. Well, just because other people don't remember doesn't mean so. He wasn't <laughs> acting like a human. He was still being like, I want to be a hero. Yeah. I want to go into the but sewers. He, <laughs> he got to eat chocolate and peanut butter that day. That was huge. <laughs> quintessentially human um <laughs> harmony is like i do remember my heart though how it would thump really hard when i kissed a boy for the first time that was cool and i just yeah mercedes McNabb is so good she really threads the needle where i believe that this is sincere but it also leaves room for her to betray him later in the episode and i'm not like wait what like no it all it all works <laughs> um harmony can sense that she's in the series finale um, and like, she's like, everyone's involved, but me. And he's like, yeah, you're not a part of this. Harmony reminds him she's his assistant. Let her assist. Uh, <laughs> harmony, harmony, harmony. Yeah. He's like, all right, you can do one thing for me. Distract Hamilton. Ooh, bad assignment. <laughs> uh, then in Angel's conference room, he has his scene with Lindsay. Uh, Lindsay cannot believe Angel's asking him for help. In what world could they trust each other? It's a serious finale, babe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, uh, uh, I love that Angel's like, I have to do one more thing I don't want to do. Cut to him with Lindsay in the interrogation room? Yeah, I thought it was the conference room. But there's no way Lindsay Angel- could be allowed in the main Wolfram and Hart building, right? I guess, but they wouldn't have been. But he's the been in his penthouse, room, too. Yeah. Because it looked like the it looked like that conference room to me, so I bet they're just kind of like in a corner but, shooting really tight. I well, I think it is. I think it's all technically the interrogation room because like it's the, the behind Lindsay is like the same like thing of mm-hmm. knickknacks, I believe. I yeah. So then they're like, we'll make that the interrogation room or whatever. Yeah, I guess. Um, Angel's like, this is about the wolf, the ram, and the heart, man. Like this is the real shit. Um, and he kind of muses about if humans were born to rebel against the primal evil that is the senior partners and wonders if that's where they derive their strength in that rebellion. But uh, Lindsay isn't buying that. He's like, this isn't mortal shit. These guys are going to fuck you up. <laughs> <laughs> and Angel's like, yeah, but I keep thinking about how once the world was theirs and now it's not. And like and, and it's just like sometimes that's enough. Like uh, that, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. It's just really, really touching yeah. at that. Uh, Sometimes that's thing. enough. Is the angel like? That's it. Yeah. It, it. It. Sometimes the just because the odds aren't good doesn't mean you put your sword down. And like that's what this episode's all about. And it is great. <laughs> um. So, like angels, like I heard your hell on e- on Earth speech. And I know there's always going to be evil and corruption, but if I do this, I need to know that there's someone who can take over the firm and, you know, Lindsay's the devil that he knows. Uh, Lindsay asks, what if the plan fails? And Angel's like, do your fucking Lindsay thing and talk yourself out of it and be like, oh, we're just like having a moment. Like how many times is, I wish that this had, we had time to do a clip show thing so we could go back to all of the times that Lindsay's been like, eh, whatever, womp womp, I guess I'm evil again. And they just give him the keys to the kingdom again. And Wolfram and Hart's like, never mind, babe. Like, we get it. I mean, to be fair, I could not hold Christian like, Kane's feet to the fire either. The ghost of Holland Manor shows up just to put <laughs> Lindsay in charge once again. Just this time is your last time, Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> no more screw ups, young man. Because <laughs> he gets the penthouse. Absolutely. But uh, Lindsay's like, no, I wasn't talking about if the plan fails and what happens to me. I'm talking about if the plan fails, what happens to you? All right. Gay. This is when I like this is kind of this moment. I was like, God, I wish I had a better handle on Lindsay. Like Lindsay has not been in a lot of my coverage so you know i did i watched seasons like one and two to prepare for uh taking over as a co-host of this podcast but like i never really got to get into the nitty-gritty of Lindsay. so angel uh so latoya geez i can't say any words today i'm sorry you called me angel latoya yeah, you're my little angel. Um, so, Latoya, tell me a little bit more about how this scene works for you, given like Lindsay and Angel's history and all of that stuff. You 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 like this scene? That's what you were telling me. Yeah, I, I think Lindsay just wants to feel special. He thought he wanted to like rebel and not be part of this whole thing, but it's like mm-hmm. no. And he was like upset that like Angel got like everything he should have. Like hey, Lindsay, you left. You know this, right? You. <laughs> You had a crisis, another one of your crises of fucking faith, <laughs> and you left with your, your evil hand. Mm-hmm. Like, 
he just he wants to be feel special. He wants to be in the big fight. Uh, mm-hmm. And so he knows if he's like with the Wolfman Hart, basically, he's just cannon fodder pretty much. He thinks he could be important and special and then, you know, eventually stab him in the back or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I, I think he it's also great. Yeah. He also wants to think that he's on the same level of Angel, which is mm-hmm. why he is so offended by how he goes out. Because he's always wanted to think he's on the same level as Angel, and that was the whole thing with him and Darla, where he's like, he's like, he thinks this is a love triangle, and they're like, no, it's not. Not (laughs) You're not part of this, Lindsay. (laughs) God, he got cucked so much in season two. God, he. It, it, it is very Lucy in the football, like, constantly. He's like, I'm the guy! And the world is smacking him down at every chance. Like, it, when it he, sucks for him. After the massacre, Ariel Drusilla's massacre, it's like, they left me alive. I'm the only one that left alive. Then Lila's alive, too. Fuck! <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> Dork. Um, and uh, Lindsay's in. Not because he's interested in Angel's soul or thinks it's cool. He's into Angel's huge balls yeah and you said gay but i'm saying we should play the bye for boreana's jingle right here baby please he's got a booty stare and hot spiky hair if you're straight or gay your tingly feelings don't care you're just being honest about this sexy demonic in your bye for boreana's bye for boreana's As also, a critic of homoeroticism. I didn't know if this was necessary. <laughs> yeah, disgusting. Like, here's the thing. If I want homoeroticism, I want it between Lindsay and Angel. That's the thing. Those are two boys I would I would like to see hold hands, yes. <laughs> that's that's what gets me going. Also, again, Absolutely. just because Christian Cage is so good in this episode, please watch Leverage, Morgan. You need to see him being uh, a broody uh, assassin trying to make up, to, trying to atone for all the bad he's done. But he knows he can uh, never atone. He knows he can never atone, Morgan. Well, you so know that's why one he of joins things. this ragtag group of misfits and they're doing crime for good. But like he knows there's no actual like repenting mm. for what he's done. Mm. Well, that is yeah. the good shit, in my opinion. So. Yeah. I'm just saying. Uh, so, uh, you know, Lindsay's like, I'm in. This is like the fight. And that you don't do without me. If you want me, I'm on your team. See, he thinks and, he's special. Yeah. Oh, it's very painful to watch. And uh, the scene ends with Angel admitting, I want you, Lindsay. And then both of them getting very uncomfortable. Um, I don't know why the, like, gay panic emasculation comedy, I think, works a little better with Angel and Lindsay than Angel and Spike. But I do feel like it does. Yeah, I think it's just because, like, Boreana's and Christian Kane are, like, best friends, basically. That's probably... I, I, yeah, think, I think the scene... Work so well just because of how much it seems like they're enjoying being in scenes together and like from just from christian's interviews he seemed again so hyped to be here i i would be willing to bet money that he, there was going to be a serious regular promise had the show continued like Dang. yeah and honestly cool. <laughs> there has to be a bunch of Lindsay angel fic does there not Come on, yeah. If if you're out there, send it to us, gang. Because I would, I'll I'll take a read. I'll I'll peruse it. He, um, he wants you, Lindsay. 
Our next scene takes place in Spike's secret basement apartment. Wes tends to Illyria, um, and the boys are like, how's she doing? Wes uh, says she needs a lot of care. He's got to go get supplies. Angel How does he in. know what would work to heal her? She's no not clue. of this world. Um, it's very much like like he's Fred now. You know, he can do it all. There's no time to wonder about if you need like a specialist. He's got it. I mean, that's very Angel, the character to be like, Wes, Fred, you do the same thing, right? Fr- yep. Making Fred trying to d- decipher languages. She's like, that's not my thing. Fred, do oh, the I hacking. Was... What? <laughs> what? I'm a physicist. Uh, I, I miss that. Here's the thing. All of my complaints and everything. I'm gonna like rewatch this show like in the next couple of months. Like, come on. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> no, it's gonna be great. Um, so uh Angel comes in and is like, um, uh, I heard you guys saying that Hamilton did this. Um, everyone puts together that Hamilton brought Drogon to Angel to kill to prove himself. And Lauren's like, minus another fucking point, dude. I'm, I'm surprised sick of this shit. I'm surprised no one's like it's insane that Hamilton can do this, right? Mm-hmm. And also, because, like, when Angel reveals he was waiting for Hamilton, like, so that dagger he was going to get, like, that was for Hamilton. He doesn't use it ever. I'm like, was it a special dagger? No clue. Um, Angel's like, I didn't have a choice. And everyone's kind of like, okay, so when do one of us wind up the next necessary sacrifice to prove your loyalty? And Angel's like, not to worry. We're killing them all tonight. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, then uh, go to commercial. We come back. Uh, Angel's like, I need everyone to do something for me. Take the day off. It's my Aww. kind of boss. <laughs> <laughs> That's the angel I know. Yeah. And everyone's confused. They're like, shouldn't we be preparing for uh, the end times? And Angel's like, no, live the day like it's your last because it probably is. Uh, cut to Lorne singing If I Ruled the World. Uh, we cut to a coffee shop. It, The angel is there. It really seems like it's just broad daylight, but I'm not going to, you know. <laughs> there has to be some underground parking. Yeah. Does the coffee shop have those fancy Wolfram and Hart windows? Because <laughs> <laughs> um, it's very sun-soaked, but whatever. Um, he finds Connor studying there. Spikes at a bar. And you probably cheered. Oh, I cheered like you would not believe. I was so happy. Um, And when I watched this next to Michael, I was like nudging him like, you see, you see, it's Connor. (laughs) (laughs) I'm insufferable. Um, The bartender uh, warns Spike, like, it can get pretty ugly in here. And Spike's like, that's what I'm here for, baby. And he's doing shots. It looks like Spike's, like, perfect day is just to drink and start a fight at a dive bar. That's what it looks like. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, I love this. Uh, then we go with Gunn. Gunn is at the East Hills Teen Center, and he's there to see Anne. Yes! <laughs> Gunn's perfect day is being himself. Mm-hmm. At last. I'm oh, upset, though, that Rondell didn't make a final appearance or any of, like, the, you know, his boys. Yeah. Maybe maybe they're, they're cool now. <laughs> Yeah, it would have been yeah, it would have been nice to see him like reconcile with some of his guys. Yeah. It um I just like imagine a season where we got to see Gunn doing this. Like we where we got to see him like going to Anne and like presenting her with blood money repeatedly until she turned him away. Like that would have been more impactful than Andrew. Um 
we I, I note here we haven't seen Anne since the thin deadline, which um, was back in this show's Sean Ryan era. Yeah, because he's uh, like, let me just do a zombie fucked. cop episode. <laughs> so fucking good um, for anyone who might not remember Anne, um, you know, we met her for the first time in Buffy in Lie to Me, which is one yeah, of my favorite did. season two episodes. She was going by Sean Terrell at the time. She was hanging out with all those va- like people wanting to be turned into vampires. And Buffy's childhood friend was like dying and he wanted to, you know, escape that fate by turning into a vampire. Uh, we meet her again in Los Angeles in the season three premiere. And when Buffy runs away and like she like saves this girl's life and ends up recommitting herself to the good fight. Um, um, and this gal named herself Anne after Buffy's middle name. Fuck yeah. And now she's working at this shelter in Gunn's old neighborhood um, that Wolfram and Hart is funding for PR. So Wes, like, like got uh, shot and, like, almost, like, died uh, by these zombie cops uh, that mm-hmm. were attacked there. And they had to, like, survive the night. And it was really, really fucking good. And it's a great episode. And you should watch it again. And there's also Blood Money, where is the one where Angel gives away Cordelia's clothes. Yeah. A very key episode. But yeah, that's also the Evil. one that has literal blood money and Anne says it'll wash. And in that time that episode and it fucking rules, actually. It absolutely fucking rules. That's my my number one thing is when people are like, I'm too proud to take the money. It doesn't come from the right place when I'm watching stuff. I'm like, take the money. All money is blood money. Like capitalism's horrible. Just fucking take the money. Um, so Anne is surprised to see her old friend Charles. They're sorting donations. Gunn starts helping her load up the car. He asks if she's dealing with vampires these days. He should have. He should have been like writing so many checks during his yes. lawyer phase, and then Anne has been like, "We could really like use you around, actually." Yeah, like we'd rather have you than like your blood money. Like it, that all of that stuff like would have been cool and emotional, and instead, you know guns just walking around being but alone. remember we, we we don't care about guns past after that whole gang of mine really <laughs> yeah we don't necessarily trust everyone to deal with guns past <laughs> after that yeah fair enough um but she's like he's like dealing with any vamps she's like they're never gone for good but we've been safe enough lately they've gotten a lot of good donations they even have like a paid psychiatrist on staff to help with the kids awesome. like things are good it is awesome um Gun is like, what if he found out that none of this mattered? That everything's controlled by forces bigger and more uncaring than we can imagine. And like, damn, Gun. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like grim right off that like nothing we do will ever change it. And she's like, well, then I'd probably get this fucking truck packed. And Gun helps her out. And it's just like, again, you, that's why you fight. That's why you keep doing it. Like, because it's all you can do. If you get your head into those bigger places, it's easy to give up. But that's not what they wasted the title. Why we fight on that goddamn episode? I know. (laughs) I will never not be be upset. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. They were bound and gagged for that episode. A waste. I will never forgive and I will never forget. (laughs) Fucking sonar Um, ass bitch. Fucking bitches. Um, Him peeking out of that little pipe. (laughs) Very funny. Um, so then we go to Spike's apartment. Wes is working on a poultice or whatever for Illyria's wound. She's doing her spooky monologuing and he bandages her wounds. Um, you know, she says, Angel told you to do whatever you wanted. We could all be dead tonight. I am not what you want. And Wes is like, I mean, 
look at me. I'm the saddest man alive. There's no (laughs) perfect day for me. No experience to sum up my life. Like, nothing's left. Awesome. I'm beaming. (laughs) (laughs) I finally recognize him again. I'm so happy. He's wearing a turtleneck, so I just know a neck scar is throbbing underneath it. Oh my god, I wish it would have come back after he said that. Like, he would have been been like, ah, and then held his neck and then pulled it down, and then the neck scar had, like, appeared again. He'd manifested it through pure depression. Um, Illyria's like, you want to be with Fred? And Wes is like, yeah, dude, that's been, like, my whole thing this whole time. (laughs) That's Yeah, that's this entire season. Mm -hmm. She's like, I could, you know, assume her shape again. I, I know you wouldn't, like, ask me to do that, but, like, I would do it if you wanted. And Wes is like, Wes explains something which I think might have been helpful if it had come earlier. But he says the first thing watchers do when they're trained is to learn to separate the truth from illusion. And because illusions are lies. And he doesn't intend to die tonight, so he won't accept a lie you know a false appearance from fred it's it's mm. not enough he wants the real thing remember that and, for later Hmm. Um, i get why they have to do it here so that you can call it back mm-hmm. very easily but i also think it's just like it's, I, I love hearing about like watcher lore and shit like that like i wanted to always wanted to hear more about like how wes and giles were trained and all mm. that kind of shit like that's interesting and to me how wes clearly only graduated because of nepotism mm-hmm <laughs> Well, he was so good in the pregnancy unit. <laughs> he had a lot of like extracurriculars that really boosted his school. <laughs> we should fail you, but all your pregnancy credits. There, you got top marks in pregnancy. <laughs> oh god! You got the extra so, credit. Yeah, Illyria is like, you know what? I feel better now. Then we cut to Spike at the fucking dive bar. He's out of fucking poetry slam yes and this is where i write in my notes he is william bloody at last he's done it like he fully has reached william Bl- he's not spike anymore he's a new dude he's blended it all and synthesized it and he's william bloody in my opinion right fucking now he's reading his poem and everybody fucking loves it I just, okay, I just love reading in the back, Poetry Slam, Thursdays at 4 p.m. I love <laughs> that he's reading the Cecily poem, and when he stops, it's like he's so worried with like how they're going to react, and they fucking love it. Woo! 2004, it was, it, that's all it took from them to appreciate greatness. I was so fucking thrilled. He's so stoked, and he's like, that was for Cecily, and the next one is called The Wanton Folly <laughs> of Me Mom. Yeah! <laughs> Everyone's like, yes! I, th- this is the best spike beat of the season, maybe? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> it is the true full circle moment for the character. <laughs> I had totally forgotten about it, and I was the most thrilled. I, I every I watched this like three times in preparation for this episode, and it never didn't thrill me. I love this so much. Because that's the thing; it, it is really special that Angel has them like live their final moments. Because considering all these uh, apocalypses that we get, like that's mm-hmm. not something that they ever dwell on. Like, that's not something they dwell on at the end of Buffy. That's not even Mm -hmm. something they fake out dwell on in all the other ones in general. Mm -hmm. 
yeah, it's just it's a it's a really again a, a beautiful mature adult moment that's like very ambivalent. It's like very bittersweet, full of like joy and beauty, and also like he can only do this once he thinks he's gonna die. Like it it fucking rocks. I I adore it. Um, oh, Spike forever. Like it, it it made me really happy that he was here. Like and I'm I'm always happy to see James Marsters. Like I like Spike a lot, and I know I've been critical of him this season, but like it's just because it's kind of felt like they like shoehorned him in and didn't let any of my other faves talk ever. <laughs> but like, <laughs> they literally this... bound and gagged them while mm-hmm. Spike was talking in a flashback. Horrible for me. Well, well Spike was a Nazi talking, cosplaying yes. in a flashback. He was he's talking in a flashback in a Nazi uniform. Oof. And they're Grim like stuff. Okay, woman. Okay, minority. We'll shut you up. <laughs> and Wesley. And Wesley. <laughs> Foreigner. Lorne was at the bar. He was safe. He was fine. He had a, a one nice night for Lorne. Um, but uh, we then go to the coffee shop. And we have uh, Angel. He's hanging out with his son. He's Kathy talking Connor about Angel. Nina and Ash with his goddamn son. She made him a vase. I want to see that ugly vase. I do want to see that ugly vase. And I do love Boreanaz's <laughs> delivery of, she made me a vase. I, it, it probably isn't an ugly vase. She's like an art student. She's not just like taking art classes at the community college. Mm. Now, we know, now that we know she goes to SCAD. SCAD. But still, <laughs> we should, why are we devoting any of our time in this finale talking about Nina Ash? We're we're doing it so that Connor can make a weird sex joke thing where he's like, so you're like horny for her that she's like a werewolf, like all the furs flying and stuff. And Angel's like, I don't care for this. And Connor's <laughs> like, you can't take a joke. Connor, you have your memories back. You should know to never talk sex with this man ever at all. Yeah, ever. And th- th- this is not a territory I would be wading into on your last day together. Um, <laughs> Angel's like, I can take a joke. I was at the taping of the first Carol Burnett show. Tim Conway was on fire. <laughs> Old man Angel. Old man Old Angel. Man Angel. Uh, Finally. Old standbys. Uh, that got a big laugh from Michael Jason. <laughs> See, this is why the episode's good. It's just doing what we said to do. Because Jeffrey Bell is here. He, yeah, Daddy's Daddy home, like home. I said. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Joss is um, around, but he, shut up. Yeah, shut up, Joss. <laughs> yeah, Carthizer gives a great look after that, and he goes, I know you're my father. <laughs> he explains that the memories are mixed in, the old ones are mixed in with the new ones, like a bad, very strange, violent, and sometimes inappropriately erotic dream. I really wish we could have gotten more about like, what that's like for him and Wes, because Wes is already fucked up, like... Yeah. Like, how fucked up is Wes? How fucked up mm-hmm. is Connor? Because he has to remember Kortoff now. Yes. But I also love that he's a 19-year-old boy and is like, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, fair enough. He's like, I actually don't ever want to talk about it. So that's that. <laughs> and I'm yeah. like, you know, I know we don't have time, so I buy it. Because it is a perfectly 19-year-old boy of like, but he needs I to like a horrible thing, but I won't speak about it. <laughs> Go to, like, a demon therapist or something because these are things you can't keep inside of you. Yeah, that's heavy shit. Um, he does I, say, I, do that. I get what you did, uh, and I'm grateful. So, finally, finally, this boy is grateful for Angel. But then he doesn't want to take the relationship any further, which that makes me sad, though. Yeah, I guess I think he... 
at this point already knows that Angel thinks he's about to die. So like that, he's kind of just like, I don't want to, I think he just doesn't want to take it any further of like digging back into it. I, I guess I didn't take that to mean that he didn't ever want to see Angel again. But do you feel like I just, that's him saying, I not, kind of just don't want to Not that, but I just want to, don't want him to like try to be his dad basically because it's like, I already have a dad. But, yeah. I don't know. Mm, I'm sad. Well, I Angel just... can't have anything totally good happen to him. <laughs> And as we know, having Connor in his life would be good now. As we, as I do know, because he's a great kid. He's dynamite. <laughs> Very funny. Good comedic timing. Great character. Fuck ass Bob. Um, <laughs> we we go back um, to Angel's office couch uh, where Lindsay and Eve are making out. I write, what is it about Angel's office couch that makes Eve so horny? And what? why is she <laughs> here? <laughs> Uh, um, so yeah he asked her what are you thinking about and she says angel i'm like usually like usually that would be reverse like it's because it's always Lindsay thinking about angel i don't it should have been reversed <laughs> you should have said it i wish um, uh, and he also says to her it's nice to know you're one of the few things in my life he didn't get his mitts on which is you know some patriarchal bish- bullshit if you want to play that mm-hmm. jingle What's ridiculous, and I think it's a scathing indictment of this character or performance, <laughs> is that we don't get a single reaction from her in the wide shot of her being like, uh-uh. and then yeah, they nothing. immediately they immediately instead cut straight to the close on her, which tells me uh, they either cut it for time or because mm. it was like bad, <laughs> like a bad yeah. reaction, like it didn't work. Yeah, she like, didn't play at all. The, yeah, the only reason the line is in there is so you could have her reacting, and they just do not have the reaction at all. I'm like, yep, I, I noticed that. That's some editing yeah. you notice. Hmm. Yeah, it's a bummer. Um, Lindsay is like explains that you know this like she's he's not worried about not trusting Angel because she's like you can't trust him, and he's like I don't trust him, but it, it's about, I trust that he needs me in this moment and that he'll be fair you know, like until we get to kind of like the next stage of things. And he's also like, also I'm going to be teamed up with fucking Lorne. So how bad can it be? And Eve kind of is like Lorne who, you know, told her her future was really bleak. (laughs) Funny. Boohoo. Yeah. So he's going against, he and Lorne going against the Sarvan clan, which were the ones that were going to go to war and harm's way because of the death of their liaison. I oh. apparently they were in power play showing that they were part of the the circle, but I didn't notice them. And that's why previouslys, like mm-hmm. actual good previouslys, are important. Yeah, I didn't really helpful. think they they were particularly like mm-hmm. violent or evil in comparison. But we're just throwing everything that we got. Basically, we still have the the, the makeup concept, I guess. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, and yeah, they. Had, I love that their headquarters is Spike's apartment, redressed completely. Like it's like very, very obvious. It made me uh, happy. Um, so Lindsay's like, "Stay out of it, babe. You gave up your immortality for me. I owe you." And I'm like, "Ooh, <laughs> fart sound." Um, yeah. Then uh, in Spike's apartment. Angel addresses the whole team, and he's like, not to be that guy, but uh, one of you will betray me. <laughs> and Spike raises his hand, of course. But then he Goodness. says Wesley, because uh, LOL. Classic. Um, he's like, well, at least Sivis Vale thinks you will. So, Wes, you got to go to him, and you got to pretend that you're making a play for my spot. That'll get you in the door. 
Yes, because as we all know, Wes is Judas. So the Spike mm-hmm. then watches himself for being Peter and deny Angel <laughs> three times. The Bible. Good bit. <laughs> um, Illyria's job is uh, that um, say. Uh, Azeriel? Yeah, the name is Azeriel, the devil-looking yeah. guy who Angel's playing racquetball with. He dines with his guys every night, so she's gonna kill him. Uh, Gun, the senator. Uh, she has a ca- campaign office in West LA, and she surrounds herself with vamps, and Gun's like, hoping it would be vamps. Like, I can't fucking wait. Like, I haven't gotten my dust on enough this year. Good Whose fault shit. is that? <laughs> <laughs> you could do both please um and spike's assignment is the baby and the legion of the fell brethren and spike is like okay but here's the deal no amulets no pins no pendants no rings i'm not doing that (laughs) shit (laughs) a very good bit uh and angel's like and i will be like taking on sebasis then lorne angel's like i just need you to back Lindsay up and you know kind of grumble grumble yeah lorne calls himself the weak link yeah, and nobody's happy that Lindsay's working with them, and Angel's like, he's taking on the same risk as everybody else. Then uh, cut to the, a bedroom, and we see Harmony laying down, bleeding from the mouth. Oh, no! But unfortunately, there's just a little bit of blood for her wine glass. She's post-coital with Hamilton, and she's like, so about Angel's secret plan, and we cut, which is incredibly funny. <laughs> What do you think about this relationship? Because the implication is that it was already happening. Like, she's already she's already fishing before Angel tells her to distract him. So they were already a thing. Yeah. How? I, I don't... I, again, if he was young and hot, like that, again, you know, like Billy Magnuson, sure. I, I believe that, you know, Harmony would want to date that. Like, this man's just a square. Like, so and, and I mean suits. that literally. Like, <laughs> yes. he's just a boxy, boxy man. I just don't think that. I I wish I could see him being appealing in some way. I wish the character worked for me because I'd be having a better time than I am right now. But uh, it doesn't really work for me. What about you? I mean, I wish we could have gotten any sort of like thing we could look back and forth, being like, of course, Harmony's the one who's doing this. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. It. Yeah. I also don't buy that she would be into him, so I don't know. Maybe he has ma- magical powers there too. I guess, but yeah, it's I, I I believe that Harmony would betray him because she doesn't have a soul and she's fickle. Um, but it's it's less of like the specific. Like, the I assume he seduced her with promise that she would pass the blood scanners. Yeah, probably. Um, I think that's very valid. Uh, so then in Spike's apartment. We, it's agreed that they'll all meet the alley north of the Hyperion afterwards. And I'm like, hell yeah, Hyperion mentioned. Thank you. Yeah, I, I'm uh, like, God, the false promise of seeing the Hyperion again. <laughs> At least we get an alley and rain. That's the good hell stuff. Yeah. That is that. That's that's what I need. Uh, Lauren tells Angel, hey, this is actually going to be the last thing I do for you. I'm out after that. I'm going to disappear and um, don't look for me. Okay. Whew grim shit do not meet me outside he said absolutely gun is like dang the day went by fast Illyria tells him not to die because he's not unpleasant to her eyes now this is what i'm interested in mm-hmm. i'm listening so is this just um, like we're gonna say she has some fred residuals and that's why she's still like into wes and gun or like is she into gun like let's let's know what's going on here I what's, would, again what's the dealio 
Ugh. Yeah, uh, I would have loved Illyria Considering to have the lack some of gun Illyria, as we talked about in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it wasn't really a dynamic that I guess they had the time or the interest to pursue in the remaining time left. Um, we get this is the last time Gun and Wes interact at all, and they yeah, shake hands. It, it kind of bums me out knowing what's going to happen to Wes. I'm yeah. like, uh, yeah, they should have. They should have done the handshake. They should have done their old handshake. Yeah, like I, I would, I would have loved. Like, like I get it because it, it is very much like you don't get that satisfying closure. Like that's the mm-hmm. vibe of this episode. Like it kind of goes against like, the thesis of it to give uh-huh. them something. But dang, like I want that last moment for the two yeah. of them. It's it might have been too uh, fan servicey though if they like bust out the handshake because you know they're not, they're unfortunately not bros like they were. They probably never will be again. Yeah, but still. Although I don't even know why they aren't bros anymore anyway, because what do they remember? No clue. Wes remembers everything. He should be, again, Wes should be apologizing to everyone every single second of the day. He should be calling them in the middle of the night. Every time he sees them. (laughs) I'm so sorry. Angel, I'm I'm so sorry. Good shit. Um, Wes and Angel share a meaningful look. That's the last thing for them. And uh, Spike asked Angel about the Shanshu. He goes, you know, um, you, you think, you know, one of us is going to be a real boy after all of this. And Angel's like, we're both going to die. What does it matter? And I love Spike's response, which is, eh, as long as it's not you. <laughs> Good bit. <laughs> You're feeling Spike hard in this episode, aren't you? I am. I'm like everybody. I'm just like so I'm, I'm happy. I think everyone's, you know, showing up to play. Uh, we go to Sivis Vales. He is eating a very upsetting-looking red soup while sitting <laughs> across from Wes. Um, it has chunks in it. I don't want to know what the chunks are. <laughs> um, Wes appeals to his intellect. He's like, you're so smart. You're right to have doubts about Angel. He's untrustworthy. But he's packing this little weird fire rose that he can summon in his hand so you know he's ready to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spike is going undercover to save the baby in ceremonial robes. He hears the baby cry, knows where to go. Marster's cheekbones are popping. I did the same fucking thing. Okay, one brain cell. God, he was looking carved. The contour was working that yeah. day. He's he wearing looking... a cloak all the time. Absolutely. Like, the hollows in his cheeks were just popping. It was striking. Um then at Congresswoman Brucker's campaign office, she's giving a reporter a quote about her opponent that they turned into a pedophile. They, they did the pedophile thing. They, they went through with it. <laughs> they have to all no. die because, like, the, they did that. That was very bad to do. I hope it's temporary. It's like, I hope that, like, they figured some way around that. So, That's very upsetting. I don't know if there's a way around that because, like, they made him a pedophile. Even if they undo it, like, he, he did the deal. He did the thing. That's so bad. They found whatever proof they need. Oh, God. Uh, Gun walks in and starts fucking up dudes immediately. I love the game of this scene, which is that she just keeps talking and talking yes. and talking on her phone while he's killing dudes around her. Very fun. That is pretty cool. I mean, I yeah, they like just turn to, to dust. That's not that loud on the phone. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Why waste time? You know, mm-hmm. time is votes. She's very um, ambitious. I don't know if you can tell when she had her opponent turned into a pedophile. <laughs> I did notice that. Um, what a then, girl boss. Uh, what a girl boss. This Slay is what Eve should have been mama. like. 
honestly yes like it would have been more of a take like a, a yeah. take of like a powerful woman who has Mar aligned herself with evil marina like, bakarin yeah. could have pulled it off <laughs> is oh, that God simple yeah marina would have been so fucking cool but hello Kristen and jenny here to tell you that this september will mark the 30th anniversary of the premiere of the x-files and to celebrate we will be in Boston and New York City doing live recordings of our podcast, The X-Files. <laughs> Join us and special guests Saturday, September 9th at Arts at the Armory in Somerville, Massachusetts, where we are discussing The X-Files Season 1, Episode 20, Darkness Falls. And then the very next day, Sunday, September 10th at The Bell House in Brooklyn, where we will be discussing The X-Files Season 1, Episode 21, tombs the ultimate will they won't they tombs and the fifth liver <laughs> all information except whether he gets the liver or not can be found by going to bufferingcast.com slash live we will have a vip meet and greet in boston and a vip after party happening in new york city and yes of course we will be dressing up as Mulder and scully or jenny will we be fox and dana Come to the show to find out. <laughs> Tickets and details are there for you at bufferingcast.com slash live. Can do. Um, so Spike's, uh, at, at Spike's basement apartment, Lindsay kicks in the door and there are all those demons that are smoking hookah um, in the alleyway. Um, yeah, they're just um, smoking hookah. I, can, I, I don't think, there's what's happening with the rest of the circle and there's mm -hmm. this. These guys were just upset like their mm -hmm. guy was killed and then Harmony saved the day. Mm -hmm. They're just going about their business. They didn't have to go out like that. I, I don't know that they're at the same level as everyone else here. I feel like they really they were really <laughs> scrambling to figure out who the last bit would be. Yeah, valid. Um, <laughs> so then uh, in the alleyway, uh, Big Red Demon from Racquetball and Co. hop in their car. I love the detail. He grabs his own tail and holds it to his side so that he can sit down more elegantly in the car in his suit. Lovely touch. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I was like, fuck, cool shit. Um, and then they turn on the lights and Illyria is illuminated in them. And you're like, oh, she's gonna smush you guys. <laughs> then in the Wolferman Heart lobby, Angel's walking through. He asks Harmony how Hamilton is. And she's like, I've been keeping him busy, just like you said. Uh, that means two things. <laughs> um, Angel's like, have my car ready outside and keep him busy still while I do one last thing. Uh, he goes to his apartment. He gets those cool curved blades. Hamilton's there. But he doesn't he even says, use. It's time to talk. <laughs> he doesn't even use it. I know. And then it's Angel versus Hamilton time. Uh, I Har was very Harmony, interested. I was just saying, Harmony not even trying to pretend she was like helping. <laughs> like he comes in immediately. <laughs> I'm so obsessed. Yeah, he he throws him out the window, which then means Angel drops through the lobby skylight. I was interested in that geography. Um, then uh, Angel says, Hamilton. He's oh. not my boyfriend. I mean, I certainly didn't betray you. Drop the act, Harvey. It's not an act. I'm really this nervous. I knew you'd turn on me. I just didn't know when. What do you mean you knew? Loyalty really isn't high on your list. Oh, is that right? I'll have you know, I am a damn loyal dumbass. You betrayed me. 
You are betraying me now, even as we are talking. Because you never have any confidence in me. No, because you have no soul. I would if you had confidence in me. Icons, legends, etc. <laughs> this exchange made me laugh so hard. This tickled me absolutely pink. Uh, were you were you vibing? Yes, of course. It's a, it's a fun it's a fun bit. It's just it's like really I, I've seen this shit. episode so many times too. I'm like, yeah, of course that hits. That still hits. Yeah. Hits so fucking hard. Meanwhile, Hamilton's taking the elevator down to the lobby. Angel's like, Harmony, get the fuck out of there like out of here right now and she's like are you firing me and he goes yeah i guess and she goes could i get a recommendation letter and he goes sure i love the way that he says sure there but then he reveals that he actually has already written one and it's on her desk and it's the cutest thing in the world after all that after, he still writes her recommendation it's someone angel, else's problem now yeah <laughs> That poor next boss, but you know that's that guy's problem. Um, I love this beat so much. I think it's, it's so crazy funny. that Harmony survives the series, Buffy and Angel. I love it. I also like just like the idea that Angel is for some reason a little bit fond of Harmony. I just like it. Um, I think it's cute. Despite the fact so, she turned on him, he knew she was trying. She's yeah. still Harmony, but he knew she was trying. She was not drinking human blood for, like, a really long time, which, with no soul, I think is impressive. We then get, uh, Hamilton comes down, and Harmony's like, well, may the best man win, and then, like, scampers off. Very cute. Angel punches Hamilton in the gut super hard, and he doesn't budge, and he says, did that hurt at all? Hamilton's like, a little. <laughs> and then he yeah, picks him up is... in the throat, and we start destroying our standing set. Yeah, this is where I put Hamilton has no fighting style. It's just a big, strong man, a big ass David Byrne suit. <laughs> yeah, it's just not quite there. But um, at least we get some uh, classic uh, Angel Wire foo for old times' sake. Yeah, it's fun. We we start like he, he, Angel's getting thrown into everything. Um, he he. Hamilton then calls Angel gutter trash and we yeah. reveal he's actually doing a slam on Liam. Yeah, yeah. Because you're like, oh, yeah, because, you, you know, he, he ate in the rats and, you know, yeah, no, yeah. he's talking about Liam. He's calling him, he's calling him white trash. He's like, no, make no mistake. This is about Liam, that little bitch ass. <laughs> I'm like, weird to have a huge grudge against Liam, but okay. Um, he roasts him for letting everyone down. Doyle, Cordelia, Fred. And he's Keep like, their names out of your really... mouth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm like, don't fucking talk about them. Uh, he says, do you really think you were going to kill Sebastus? And then Angel does a little smile and he's like, I already did reveal that he spiked Blood Boy with that yeah. poison. I yes, put he, he, yes, he yes. poisoned our boy. The biggest deal of the entire season. Dab. <laughs> dab. Mercy. Well, we always dab for a good mercy killing. <laughs> Um, I love that like Hamilton's like, okay, so you were gonna your plan was to fight me all along. You're doing a bad job at it. And Angel's like, well, yeah, I thought it would go better. <laughs> Cute quips. <laughs> um, back with Spike. Spike grabs the baby. Um, but the fell brethren are there and Spike has to fight them while holding the baby. It's no Jason Statham on the plane in Fast Eight. But Okay, I'll just making it. sure you you mentioned fate of the Furious, but also Mm -hmm. It's fighting while holding the baby. I understand that vampires are supposed to be stealth and, you know, and move. We see how Angel moves even when he bumps into things. The way he's twirling around, like, this is. No, you put that baby back in the crib. 
I agree. I would, because the thing about the fate fight is that the baby's in the car seat the whole time. Yeah. Like, he's in his little guy, so you know he's secure in there. And I think that takes away some of the worry. But it, I mean, I guess it is, you know, we, there's no guns in this fight. So we know how better. sloppy Spike is when he's fighting. This baby is not going to come out okay. I know, I'm very worried about him, but I do love the moment that uh, Spike, like, looks down at the little baby. Like, all of the stuff he says to the baby, very cute. Um, mm. I I enjoy, I enjoy me man I just imagine him tossing the baby up into the air, doing the fight, and catching the baby. <laughs> I That's how quick he can do it. That. That would be fucking good. Um, this is intercut with Lindsay wrecking all of the hookah smoking demons and West like tossing Sivis Vale across the room. Over at Sivis Vale's uh, place. Yeah. West thinks he's Giles. Oh, and he is fucking not Giles. Like, Sivis Vale is like, dude, I shit better magic than this. I wish I, he could have said shit. I hate that he says yeah. crap. I hate when people say do, crap and things. Wes can do magic and everything, but, like, there's a reason why his iconic weapons are guns. Yes! He should have come in there blasting! <laughs> <laughs> he should have riddled this bitch with holes. So, anyway, I come and blast him. <laughs> Then he would have made it to the alley. It would have been fine. Um, Then in the lobby, uh, Hamilton's like, Angel, why are you fighting? You're never going to be a real boy. You signed it away. And this is where Angel's like, people who don't care about anything will never understand the people who do. And Hamilton's like, yeah, but we won't care. Um, I think the best summation of his ethos, um, even if, you know, the character doesn't hugely work for me. Hamilton grabs a piece of wood. He's going to fake Angel. The way he says Shanshu upsets me. Mm-hmm. It's not good. <laughs> um, and then he is knocked across the room by my son. Connor is yes! so fucking strong. We didn't He's talk. So... I guess we always knew that. Like Angel mm-hmm. would beat him in fights because of like strategy. But like mm-hmm. Connor is like upsettingly strong and seemingly gets stronger every day. <laughs> Yes, he's a very powerful boy. I love that he shows he's so up, lanky. smacks, he's so lanky. He smacks Hamilton across the room and Angel looks at him and he goes, you drop by for a cup of coffee and the world's not ending, please. My mom always Cute. says that like Americans never say lanky. I'm like, I say lanky all the time because I say lanky of this. all the time because of this little bitch. <laughs> you ever seen Vincent Carthizer and Angel Mom? You know he's lanky. <laughs> yeah, it's a lanky little boy. Um, then at the congresswoman's office, she continues to talk on the phone uninterrupted while Gunn kills all her guys. And then he throws an axe at her that hits her right between the eyes. And uh, I, wish, I wish it was his moment. old axe. Mm-hmm. I wish it was his old axe. Oh, that would have fucking rocked. <laughs> um, that, I just imagine Jeffrey Bell being Jason. like, okay, and then we'll do this. And it's like, we don't have that anymore. Wait, What? <laughs> What did you do here? Okay, and we'll do the scene in the high period. Oh, we don't have that anymore. Here's the thing. Somehow, Jeffrey Bell's responsible for the cautionary tale of Numero Cinco. I don't know how. But, mm. I, but I'm like, I still pretend he was gone this entire season because that, was, right. it, that feels like a freelance episode, even though he had been part of the show. It's very atonal. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they just plopped it in it's like okay it's like he wrote it like in season three and then they had mm. to change it to like wolferman heart stuff yeah search and replace <laughs> <laughs> look it was the best they could do um i i love that uh gun then he's using the stakes that pop out of your sleeves like that fucking thing 
oh, the the couple of seconds of gun action we get here, so good. I missed it so fucking much. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we see that there are a lot of fucking guys Yeah, here. and it's understandable why what happens happens to him because there's a lot of vampires. Yeah. Uh, we see Illyria walk away from the wreckage of the car full of demons that she smushed. Um in Angel's office, Eve's pacing. She's nervous. Um, she looks like a child waiting to be picked up from school. <laughs> um, Mom, you're supposed to pick me up from aftercare. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, back at Spike's uh, apartment for hookah demons, uh, Lindsay is washing the blood off his hands while Lauren kind of just like looks around at all the carnage, very disheartened because violence isn't his thing. Lindsay asks about the rest of the team. Lauren's like, for all I know, we are the rest of the team. And Lindsay's like, can't believe I'm saying team, huh? And meaning it. So crazy. And everyone's like, nobody cares about you. (laughs) (laughs) Lindsay also, like, you're laying it on a little too thick, buddy. Trying to, like, center himself so hard. Like, can you believe this day is all about me being part of a team for the first time? No! (laughs) I'm so glad I'm Angel second in command now. (laughs) He, like, leapfrogs (laughs) over everyone. He's very confident, and Lord, Lauren is like, yeah, today you're acting like this, which I love. Like, Lauren's just like, fuck you, you're so full of shit. Well, I do wonder what he saw. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lindsay's like, you're really leaving after all this? And Lauren's like, yeah, I don't like this work. It's unsavory. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lindsay's like, I don't know, I think it's just getting interesting. But Lauren doesn't agree. And he had, he's like, Lauren, do you not trust me? People can change, man. I used to be a real piece of shit. People can change. <laughs> Let not me see quite. Lindsay ordering sloppy steaks and living for New Year's Eve. <laughs> not quite hair slicked back, but he did have quite a bit of gel in season two. It's pushed back. <laughs> um, Lindsay's like, come on, I can sing for you. Lauren goes, I've heard you sing. Takes out a gun. Boom, boom, boom. Damn. Because finally, Lauren's powers work. Apparently, Lindsay was singing while they were fighting. Lindsay, you used to go to his club, you know. But Very also, like, foolish. it could be Lindsay wasn't even planning anything, but, like, just because of who Lindsay is, mm-hmm. you know how it's going to go. Yeah. Um, he's like, you're not part of the solution, and you never will be. And Christian Kane's so great in this moment. Yes. He, He's just like, you kill me? A flunky? He like the, the disbelief and the anger is so good. He's like, no, 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 Angel kills me, man. Like, no. And again, this is not a happy ending. This is not a heroic triumph. Lorne, who we love and who is not violent, just killed a dude with a gun. Worrying uh, for the end here. Uh, uh, he killed a dude for, like, f- future thought crime, too. Mm-hmm. Not for anything he was doing now. Like, not for, to, like, stop him now or, like, self-defense. Yeah. Yeah. He killed him for the possibility of what he would do. Yeah. And that is, that is the uh, kind of bleak we did not know Lauren was capable of. And he says, good night, folks. And he walks right out of the story. I love this ending for him. I wish it could have been a little more earned this season rather than just kind of, like, implied in a lot of C&D stories. But I love that it gets so bad that one of them can't bear it and washes their hands of this shit. And Lauren seems like the one of them who yeah. would do that. Like, I think it's such a cool choice. Poor guy. How do you feel about it? He know, lost... It's, it's grim. He lost everything, and he still st- stood by these people and then just 
he knew he, it was just going to take even more from him if it kept going this way. Yeah. He's out. Like, he, he's been not well, as we know, especially since Fred's death, too. So, like, yeah, he can't he can't stick around. It's the right choice for him. I'm like, I'm happy for him that he's getting out and getting away, even though it's like very, very it's heartbreaking. Sad. Yeah, I, I, I just think it's really, um, really well done. Um, we then go to Wes and Sivas Vale. Sivas Vale has Wes suspended in midair. It's like, you can't kill me with parlor tricks. Wes takes out a knife and is like, cool. We'll and instead of one of his guns, <laughs> he should have pulled out a gun, a knife. Who is this man? <laughs> I, yeah, I'm like, okay, Croc Dundee, this is not your <laughs> thing, man. Cyrus Vale takes out an even bigger knife and guts Wes. He, he says, that's not a knife. This is a knife. <laughs> a knife. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Wes takes this moment where he thinks he's won uh, to summon his little fire rose and just blast him. But uh, he is very much stabbed in the guts. He, like ghost face style. Mm-hmm. And not like in the new one where anyone can survive being stabbed a million times by Ghostface, like the originals. <laughs> uh, so Illyria runes in and uh, Wes, Wes falls to the ground and she could see right away that he's going to die. Um, and Wes is like, oh, my God, Illyria, it is so good that you came. <laughs> And because uh, he's just kind of like delirious and dying. And she goes, yeah, I killed all mine. And I was and I love the way Wes finishes the thought for her. And he's like concerned. Yeah. Um, and she goes, but I can't I can't help you now. You'll be you'll be dead in moments. And Wes goes, I know. Like, it's so weird. And they're kind of just like there with each other. And like Alexis and Amy are really good here. This isn't quite my uh, of all of the characters endings this one i feel like i maybe like the least just because i i i like the other ones more it's 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 not necessarily even me wanting to shit on this one i just it feels the least right to me i like that one of them dies before the final battle but um i kind of just wanted a little more from wes how about how do you feel about this ending for him I think uh, it's a great experiment to play for someone who's never seen these shows, his first episode of Buffy and this mm -hmm. episode of uh, of Angel and see, mm -hmm. can you uh, conceivably track how this character became this <laughs> character? Yeah, it Because is it really is conceivable. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it is mm -hmm. conceivable, but can you guess? No, the answer is no. <laughs> what if someone um. did? Yeah, I, cool. I have a feeling he betrayed. Okay. <laughs> All right. Are you warmer? <laughs> and then he got his throat slashed. So wait, how do you know that? <laughs> uh, yeah, I just... I think that Wesley was bound for a tragic ending yes. pretty much since season three. I think yeah. there was never going to be a happy ending for this man, even had mm -hmm. they not killed Fred off. and it, 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 He wasn't going to ride off into the sunset with Fred, I, I don't think, honestly. Yeah, I, just, um, uh, I, I agree with that. I, I, I love it just because, you know, again, the, the, the closure and ending on this uh, mm -hmm. fascinating character who had what, what mm -hmm. character development, truly. He oh, used to be such yeah. a weenie quite the journey for him yeah that he that he shows up and that he like this is not the guy that we knew before you're right like that is he, it's a pretty huge change this is the conclusion a, a true rogue demon hunter would have 
Absolutely. Dies in a blaze of glory. Yeah. Um, Illyria says, would you like me to lie to you now? And he says, do you yes, like that? Thank you. Do you like that line? <laughs> I do. I think it's nice. I think it's well, I think it's well done. She, yeah. she, she, she's Fred again. She's glowing. Wes says, I miss you. And she kisses him. He says, it's okay. It won't hurt much longer. And then you'll be where I am and we'll be together. And they're crying. And then I have to like be the one who's like, actually. Mm-hmm. So technically they said that Fred's soul was like disintegrated with this. Yeah. Second mm-hmm. of all, they're Wolfman Heart employees. Their yeah. souls aren't going to heaven. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. That's-, That's the thing you guys didn't seem to think about when you signed up with Wolfman Heart. They yeah. still have those, as far as I know, they have those perpetuity clauses, so. Yeah, he, he tells her he loves her. She says it back. He's And then he dies. And mm. I, I, I do agree, like, their souls are sold in perpetuity. So, like, that kind of messes with it a little. But for me, I think mainly just, like, the Illyria, Fred, fridging of it all and it all being about him yeah. just kind of poisons this final moment for me just a little bit. Definitely. Kind of holds it back from me liking it as much as I could. You definitely know. rewatching this like season and for the podcast i feel like in general i would usually just if i wanted to rewatch this episode i'd rewatch this episode not go through the whole season so i wouldn't have to yeah. deal with this or I, I would you know skip cautionary tale and numerous singer or something like that which has nothing mm-hmm. to do with uh, fred but still yeah, <laughs> you know, i've been get, getting another uh, dunk on that before this, hey, this ends. <laughs> but um, just, I, really I wish good. it was better <laughs> i it, it, were this a longer episode, I would wish that we'd get like a moment where we know how this impacts Illyria. Like I know like Illyria later is like, I'm feeling a lot of grief and I'm so upset, but I like the idea that like, this is a, like everything Fred is doing in this moment, Illyria is doing and thinking and feeling. And I just like longed for more of her like internal journey because I do think to me, the most interesting read is that she is in love with Wes and she is experiencing love um, in this moment in a way that like she has obviously never done before because she's not like a mortal being with human emotions but like whatever's left over from fred and whatever like is sparking with that piece of her and wes and then just her and wes who i think she genuinely does feel affection for like i'd love to know more about what this moment means to her but like you know it's just not on the docket like i get that we don't have time uh but yeah there's a yeah. There's so much narrative you can make out of um, Illyria being informed by she she has the memories like Fred's memories so like mm-hmm. she has those and and also again Connor and Wesley being informed by their old memories because they're new like we have a b- mm-hmm. bunch of memory stuff that we are not really tapping into because we don't yeah. have time or because we uh, assign time to things that I would rather we not assign time to so <laughs> yep. <laughs> Um, but anyways, Wes dies and Sivis Vale is still alive. So Illyria, as Fred, turns around and as well, she's shifting into Illyria, punches him through the skull. Well, it's great because I believe uh, that Vale saw Illyria in his initial episode when, like, when Wesley showed up with her. But mm-hmm. like, he didn't realize that's who this was. He just thought it was a, a random woman who was mm-hmm. here to grieve her boyfriend because he was out. When yeah. she showed up, like he it was out cold when she mm-hmm. literally shows up and then she turns to Fred and then he sees her. So he thinks he's just a normal person. <laughs> ha. Loser. And then he gets it. <laughs> and I guess because uh, she is Fred here, then mm-hmm. this is fuck watch time? Yeah. Fair enough. Possibly. Mm-hmm. 
One last fuck watch. Use your words. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm, I like, I'm like, I don't, I'm cheating. I'm fucking Angel. He's cool again. Sorry. That's a new character. Cool again, Angel. Yeah. Sorry. I I, I I don't have any, like, who else am I going to (laughs) pick? Uh, I guess I have a similar answer, but not quite. Uh, I'm fucking the television series Angel, uh, my favorite show. Uh, I'll probably, like I said, I'll probably watch it in the next few months, honestly. Hell so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty good show. <laughs> How well, does it feel watch. when you're watching Angel? It feels good. <laughs> that's fuck um, watch. That is fuck watch. Uh, then in the Wolferman Heart lobby, Hamilton is fighting the Angel boys. And Hamilton's like, you can't beat me. I'm part of the wolf, the ram, and the heart. And my blood is full of their ancient you power. Dumb bitch. You, you, fucked dumb bitch. you fucked up. You fucked up. You fucked up. You fucked up. <laughs> Angel's like, really shouldn't have fucking said that. And gives him a big old chomp. Holy then, shit. Holy shit. Holy shit. shit. <laughs> holy shit. <laughs> Then he does a fucking Matrix backflip because the blood was so tasty. I love it. <laughs> um, Hamilton is like, what? Like, he's, he's choking Angel. He's like, you really didn't think you could win this, right? And then Angel punches him to death. He punches him so hard it breaks his neck. Yeah, it's really fucking cool. What a um, punk. I do want to say there's one moment in this fight that really rules, and I forget exactly when it was, so now that I'm done talking about it, I want to highlight it. When Hamilton throws Connor into the elevator doors Mm -hmm. and they dent, that was really, really well done. I felt that hit, like, in my bones. I yelled out loud when I saw it. I thought it was just really fucking good. So Connor, like, rises to his feet, and he's like, is Hamilton is he, is he dead? And Angel's like, yeah. <laughs> then the it whole feels building good. starts shaking and collapsing. <laughs> uh-uh. Because Wolfram Hart's taking the gloves off, baby. Yeah, I guess. And Angel's like, Connor, you gotta go. This isn't my fight. But Connor goes, they'll destroy you. And Angel says, as long as you're okay, they can't. Aw. Daddy. Oh, okay. <laughs> I lo- he loves his son. He loves his boy. I'm crying. It's fine. <laughs> Um, Connor runs away because there are only two and a half more minutes of this episode left. He limps <laughs> off. Goodbye, fuck ass Bob. I miss <laughs> you forever. <laughs> My favorite character. Yes. Um, so Angel uh, finds Eve in his office and she's like, What's going on? Where's oh Lindsay? Oh my God. Goes, what a terrible send off. You. <laughs> <laughs> you freak bitch. I'm like, why did you feel you had to tie up this loose end? Like, I don't care. So yeah, Angel um, goes to get Eve, but she won't leave once she knows there's no Lindsay's. I'm like, okay, bye. Bye. You wouldn't have had to tie up this loose end if you didn't give her more episodes. You didn't just write her out. Uh, then uh, we go to the alley. It's pouring rain. Angel's the first one yes. to arrive. Angel in the alley when it's raining. Oh, yeah. Is that, is that a baby crying? 
<laughs> I'm feeling good about it. Spike comes out of the shadows. Boo. <laughs> good bit. <laughs> um, and he's like, fucking finally, we got us a good ass fight. Gun jogs up with his guts spilling out of his stomach. Oh, yeah. And says, damn, how'd I know the Fang boys would pull through? <laughs> You're lucky we're on the same side, dogs, because I was on fire tonight. My yeah. game was tight. <laughs> His adrenaline's going, but he is bleeding out. But please, play his fucking jingle, because that is my boy right there. He's fucking back just in time to die of blood loss in a rainy alleyway. And that is okay, because there is worse shit than dying. There is becoming a man that plays golf. (laughs) Hit it. Check that tux. Check that bod. Sign me up for the gun squad Did someone say golden god? I'm all in on the gun squad Gameball playing, gameball king Sign me up for the gun squad Even when he's curmudgeon in I'm all in on the gun squad Bang, bang Little Charles gonna shoot his shot I'm just like, and at this point, I'm just thrilled. I'm so happy. I'm losing it emotionally. I'm like, Angel and Spike run to him. Spike calls him Charlie Boy one last time, says he's supposed to wear his guts on the inside. Um, Gun asks about Wes. Valeria shows up. She says Wes is dead. Hits all of them. There's not time for, you know, them to take much of a beat. She says she's feeling grief. She can't control. Uh, she I wish wishes go- to do more violence. I wish Wes were here to shoot these demons. Please. And then coming down the alley is an army of CGI shadows of huge monsters, including <laughs> a big old fucking dragon. Yeah! Let's go! God says, I'll take the 30,000 on the left. Illyria <laughs> is like, you have maybe 10 minutes to live. <laughs> Put on whatever West put on your neck. Yeah, come put on, on his guns. <laughs> Spike says, and in terms of a plan, and Angel says, we fight. Spike is hoping for something a bit more specific. And Angel says, well, personally, I kind of want to slay the dragon. Yeah! <laughs> he smiles in this moment, finally fucking unburdened because this is is it the chance to leave it all out there no more games or strategies or hard decisions just the fight and just the cause and he says let's go to work and he charges out of frame sword clanging and that's how we leave them all locked in a losing fight but not defeated and not broken and that is cool because it's still not over and that's that moment that we're locked in forever. And I just think that's like so hopeful, even though it is uh, realistically sad, because you know they're probably not gonna make it out of this. But like, who fucking cares? They're going down the way that they want to. But ah, fuck. Uh, any any thoughts on this last moment? It just like absolutely rocks. I again, I'm just like, if you if, if you think this is a bad finale, are you? Thinking, I'm gonna be in see the fight like you don't get the fucking show and you are a baby and not getting the fucking show has been my problem with season five in general but finally it sticks the landing and gets the show and you're like you want to complain 
Ah, <laughs> but this is good. I, I love this. This is this is the good shit. This is, and for for the frustration of the season, for it to like stick the landing and like end mm-hmm. on what like the show's mission statement and point was the whole time. Yeah, that 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 helps tremendously. A bunch. Yeah. It, um, yeah, just, I, I was so happy to watch it. I watched, I get, again, like I said, I watched it three times and each time I was happy to watch it. I was like, let's go. Um, and each time once we got to the alleyway, I was just like, this is fucking aces. Like, it's just so good. Um, I, I worry I don't have anything to say other than it's good and I like it, but it's good and I like it. Yeah, finally, the, finally, the podcast is what people wanted. We're us saying yeah. it's good and I liked it. Yeah, <laughs> we should have done the season backwards. <laughs> 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 oh, but um, yeah, I just I love I love that they go out fighting. It's so cool, and and then also it's like it's impossible to dismantle all of this stuff. All you can do is what you can do, mm-hmm. um, which you know again has always been the thing so which uh could be considered pessimistic but they make it an optimistic thing in the end yeah i think like, that's it the is. Point. like it's really uplifting uh for me like i don't i don't see it i mean i see it as bittersweet and like mixed emotions but to me it's like really fucking hopeful i like seeing angel smile in this moment and just seeing him again just like feeling freed by the fact that this is maybe the last fight is cool to me like it's it's something we've never really seen him experience throughout all of this like that is a real like full circle like new thing for him which i think is kind of beautiful Mm -hmm. that's what i want for him um he's a good guy angel the vampire i really like him Oh, really? Yes, I'm saying this because I'm starting to tear up because I'm thinking about how much I love uh, this ending. Aww. Um, uh, I just am a sap, and I think that it's really good. Um, Aww. Is there a WB episode you would recommend uh, the team watch if they make it out of this? Let's see. Let's, let's, let's do this. Let's try to figure this out. So I was like looking through, you know, all the WB shows and CW shows, mm-hmm. thinking about like great series finales specifically. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of them, especially looking at a lot of WB shows, they were like one season. <laughs> a lot of shows just did not last. And mm-hmm. uh, some of the, that I was seeing like series finales that would have been because of the CW merger and I didn't want to mm-hmm. do that. And then just like, like, for example, the Gilmore Girl series finale is bad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you've heard. <laughs> Uh, I could say uh, Legends of Tomorrow, which became their series finale, just because I would be like, you guys, you should watch Legends of Tomorrow. They're a fun mm-hmm. team like you guys are. Yeah. Uh, but really, I, I think uh, I'll just go with this episode of Angel specifically, just uh, so they can look back and see, like, look at the good job you guys did. Look yeah. uh, how you kept fighting the good fight. Look mm-hmm. at how Spike's poetry was so well received. 
Hell yes. <laughs> yeah. Maybe show A.K. K- William Bloody some respect. Mm-hmm. If you take yeah. nothing else away from your this episode, it's that if you workshop your poetry, eventually you will find an audience for it. <laughs> yeah, that is uh, the final WB Corner, I guess. Oh, bye WB Corner. Hit it, bitch. Faces I remember. <laughs> Yo, okay, we'll, 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 I'll make sure to put the song in there so you don't just have to hear me sing it. No, I'm into it. I want to hear you sing. Um, always. Well, uh, that about does it for us. Um, yeah. Any final thoughts you want to get out there? I want to say thanks to you specifically for asking me to do this show and uh, allowing me to gain the better appreciation I have for it now. Uh, when I was a kid, it used to be just that show that wasn't Buffy. But now I really, really love it and i love the good stuff about it and i wouldn't have if i hadn't re-explored it with you like this so i do just want to say thank you buddy Mm -hmm. and thank me for always being right uh oh we have bad connection the zoom's kind of (laughs) (laughs) wow you're right about a lot of stuff (laughs) give me that (laughs) This is rude. Uh, I quit the podcast. <laughs> it's good timing. <laughs> uh, but thank you for joining me and being my co-host, for which I could not uh, do this. And now I am worried about the future. So <laughs> We're going to figure it out. It's going to be fun. We'll see. We'll see. Um, yeah, we have, uh, and we, ha- we have some future stuff planned, um, but we're not ready to announce yet. But yes. um, you have not seen The Last of Us. <laughs> Yeah. Surprise, bitch. You 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 saw the last of us. But that's what we're going to say when we reveal what our plans are. Absolutely. Um, Well, I guess that's it. So um, thank you, LaToya. Thank you, Kristen and Jenny. We were feuding with you for a really long time, but we finally managed to have, like, almost to the day right now, a year of peace. Um, you know, 365 days since our last workplace feud. So that's pretty nice. Um, so if you want to follow us on socials, you can. We're at Angel on Top Cast on Twitter and Instagram. You can go to angelontop.com to donate to our Patreon, um, which just uh, will give you ad-free episodes. It'll give you the Cole Turner cast, uh, which is our Charmed podcast. If you are hungry for more WB era content uh, and... It just helps support us, which is yeah. really nice. <laughs> we'll be coming back with new episodes soon. Um, also, must say thank you to Brittany and Laura for allowing uh, me and us Absolutely. to take over of this podcast. Uh, mm-hmm. It's uh, yeah, big boots to fill. Absolutely, as a as a daughter of a father, <laughs> um, I do want to thank them very much. Um, I, I have never, uh, I've not once uh, not laughed at um, "Show me all your thoughts on Doyle." <laughs> I was just thinking about that. Like, sh- is there a way we could, we could just play it right now, right? Because yeah, it's very funny. Can we just play it one more time. <laughs> Tell me all your thoughts on Doyle. Uh, I would like to thank uh, the character Justine, mm-hmm. who perhaps gave us the most bits ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, we honored Connor this episode, but we didn't honor Justine. And I, <laughs> you thought we we're gonna get out of here without talking about Justine one last time? <laughs> no, no. Talk about Nina Ash, but not Justine. <laughs> uh-uh. You're gonna hear about her chunky boots. You're gonna hear about her fucking wallet chain. You're gonna hear about how she's a slave. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna hear about her welding. You're gonna hear about her boating. Yeah, baby, she does it all. You're gonna hear about the time Wes locked her in a cage, and he ha- and she had to listen to him having sex a bunch. You're gonna hear about how she sliced his throat. Oh, what a gal! She really did it all. Mm-hmm. Kiss that candle face. Absolutely, <laughs> Justine Comics win. Daniel, Daniel, and now we are done. Yeah, and on that note, you are now leaving Wolfram and Hart. It is completely destroyed, but we still don't validate. And we're going back to the Hyperion. Faces I remember I still see Places in a memory 